0: From the Mount Smart faithful to the bandwagon supporters and everyone in between, we share a special bond. The Warriors. And who better to talk about the team we love than a bunch of nobodies. Let's go on, because this is Warriors Anonymous.
1: What's up, Warriors Anonymous? Welcome back to another week of... The Warriors roller coaster. Not really so much a roller coaster because for the first time, people in three years, we have won three games in a row. Yes, we are officially streaking. It's the first time it's happened since the 7th of April 2018. I had a look at this on Ruben Wikipedia. And yeah, so it's come up with a good three year streak of us never having won three in a row for a little while. So let's let's rejoice and bring in the boys. My name is Jerry Cronin. I'm joined by Isaac Sauce. Can we just rewind the tape there for a second? Did you say Ruben
0: Wikipedia? (laughs) I had a look
1: at this on Ruben Wikipedia. Yeah. Did anyone
0: else hear that? Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) That was brilliant. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, but I'm keeping that one. Also got Moneda Sauce. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Hey, uh, I'm going to have to put some money in the TAB now, eh? Just in case the worries are good. Oh,
1: <laughs> look at the joy in everyone's eyes. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we've also got Daniel Wharekara. Hey, man. Gotta Hey, boys. Uh,
0: yeah, three in a row. We're streaking.
1: <laughs> We're in rarefied air at the moment. <laughs> I don't quite know how to handle this, you know, run of success because, you know, how we've got here is, is pretty strange. We started with a uh, win a few weeks ago when we, as you say, Daniel, we had, what, Negative 50, I think, uh, expectations was your unit of measurement. Um, And yeah, somehow we've come through and won three in a row. So we beat the Bulldogs 24 to 10 on Sunday at our sort of adopted home ground at the Redcliffe Dolphins um, Stadium. And I say that because our feeder club um, plays there. So obviously the boys are a little bit
0: familiar with it. But Daniel, what was most impressive to you about us beating the dogs, bro? Us uh, putting the dogs away. I just think the, the expansive uh, attacking nature of, of our play was pretty good. And also that I think we seemed to handle everything they threw at us as well. So to be honest, we should have really put them away further, but I think there's more to work on. But it was just nice to see them with a bit of attacking shape and some, some real threat, especially the boys like Curran, uh seems to be our uh oh magic man right like playing playing off him uh he seems he's he seems to be the guy that just is everywhere he, he's either saving tries or setting them up or scoring them so yeah i think the boys will be happy about that but i still think that we could have really put the game away in the first half though but that's just been critical we seem to maybe
1: just like we kind of maybe rushed a few things we got a little bit kind of excited as we got on a bit of a roll there and uh, a couple of, you know, uncharacteristic sort of errors send the ball the other way, but... It's probably because um, we've
0: um, probably never really been in that position where we're just like, <laughs> we're going to hump this team. Uh, you know <laughs> they know we all know it. It's just by how much, really. And I think that's right. Like, we're definitely a better squad. And look, everyone has got a better squad than the dogs, right? So the dogs' effort, you know, to credit. They were hard to put away. But, um, you know, it's like, hey, you've just kind of got all your lollies in your bag and you don't know which ones to eat first and you jack them all in, you know... <clears> and, you just have overexcited, maybe overplayed their hand a few times. Yeah, it was um, it was a bit of a mental
1: battle, I think. To really, you know, we were expected to win, and we actually did. So, Moneta, how do you think the boys went in the mental aspect of the game um, in, in terms of expectations?
0: It could have been a lemon for us. I was still worried in the back of my head. Um, back of my head, sorry. And um, but I think we handled it well in the first half. But I think in the second half, we did kind of not like, capitalise on our opportunities. We really should have put them away, you know, further than what we did. Though the ref um, had a few near calls, I thought. <laughs> I was like how did Montoya, like you know, how could Kosti get in the way? <laughs> like, like I don't know. I, I mean, the ref was had a couple of mere calls, and just on the ref, did, didn't he look like Egan's brother? <laughs> yeah, where's the hookup? Yeah, it was the
1: hookup. That just feeds right into the nickname, the prestige, even <laughs> more, bro. <laughs> old twin brother. Hey, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I, I guess that comes down to, um, like, I, I thought Sullivan had a good game, but it was almost like rocks and diamonds. Like, you know, he, he set up some awesome tries, like, for that one out wide to Karen. There's a few times where it's just like you know, just someone a bit more polished would be mm. able to mm. finish those tries off. Yeah. and there was a couple of clumsy kind of passes from dummy half that you know, they were a bit more cleaner. But I guess if you look at the positives, there's heaps we can improve on, and we know we need to improve on, especially against the Broncos who nearly beat the Roosters. So,
1: yeah, mm. yeah, it was an interesting game that one, too. I, uh, speaking of the referee. I'm actually going to put myself on report this week, guys, because uh, <laughs> you need it. <laughs> I don't I normally do these kind of things, but I just got a little bit carried away at halftime and I put a post on the Warriors Anonymous Facebook page, just kind of like outlining a few opinions that I had of the refereeing. And uh, on reflection, probably shouldn't have done that. It's, like, um, it's
0: horrible, right? That's
1: right. <laughs> you're on report. <laughs> it's
0: Warriors Anonymous. It's there to help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because uh, I mean on reflection we kind of got a couple of a couple of calls in the second half which I thought were a little bit fortuitous that kind of you know um, swung things the other way a little bit but um,
0: are you referring uh, but, to our new tactic of uh, just letting go of the ball when there's the the tackle <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh just it's <laughs> like oh, the oh, old Jonah Longwood rugby eh, when you do yeah. like the double fend and you yeah. just
1: fend with both hands and the ball just sticks there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man too good um, Isaac who did you think, or who was your standout performers from our side? Obviously, Josh Curran is just a gift from the footballing gods. Um, who did you like as well,
0: Barry? Uh, AFB, leading from <laughs> the front. You know, oh, he, yeah. just, he, he just does it with ease, it looks like. He's yeah. just, da, 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 just a little step, you know, little step at the line, carry three yeah. people with him. Have you ever seen a bigger man move so well? Move like that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you, you don't see it very often So he's a standout I thought O'Sullivan was a standout I know there was a couple of plays there Like the interceptor, Schump That didn't help <laughs> But I think if you look at it At a wider point of view The way he played you know, A lot of those tries don't happen If he's not setting them up the way he did and The way he played yeah. Attacking the line, engaging the line Doing a good job of marshalling the players Around the path or the stuff that you don't really concentrate on I thought he had a really good game. He's kind of like Egan at the start of the season. We spent a lot of time begging him and as the season wore on, he got better and better and better. And I think O'Sullivan's just doing exactly the same thing. He's just finding his way in the world. Yeah. He's finding what's working for him and it's going good for the Warriors. We're we're paying dividends from it. So even if Townsend was to come back from his injury or was like healthy enough to play, I'd probably still have O'Sullivan over him. Yeah, I, I'd actually agree with that. But I, I just don't think he has that kind of Factor, he's solid. going to take us to the next level. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He's, no. he's, yeah. he's not going to be someone that's going to spark. He's, he's a oh, pin- he's gonna, he's like Yeah, tipping. he's going to be a great um, backup half for next mm. season. And obviously, with Sean coming, but you know, question mark around Sean's ability to play week in, week out. Full season. Um, yeah. So yeah. Full season. But so having him in there would be great. And, and I guess the only criticism I had, and maybe it's something that the Warriors need to do tactically, is that, you know, obviously, apart from that first play out White to Karen, which is great. I don't know why I didn't select that pass again. Like, I watched it a few times at Intercept that he gave away. He just, he didn't even look and see that there was, the winger had dropped back and the play was to go over. You know, he just kind of looked at, ran, saw an opportunity pass. It didn't really look yeah. wide. So I think guys like Walsh have the ability just to kind of spot that space out wide, a little bit more uh, vision. Uh, and no disrespect to him. I mean, I think if he plays... I like him playing to the line, playing short, bringing eyes onto the ball like Curran. And and the other part too is Isaac said he's just got if today Kicked, tackles, pressure, these up. Yeah, he's just he's a solid right and not spectacular, but really solid. Yeah, his defense. Like, how many tackles do you see him miss? Mm. You know, he yeah. puts his body right in the middle. Like he's he's a stronger defender than Nikarima, who mm. was a tone yeah. star when he was yeah, playing, out not... playing out wide. And I think another <laughs> thing with O'Sullivan is it lets. CHT play his game because he had a couple of really nice touches in there too mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to worry about marshing the team around he just injects himself here or there gets himself into position for a nice kick so I think O'Sullivan's an unsung hero in that game don't forget Montoya oh, oh and Montoya every week like he's no, been one of my favourite players in that squad Marcelo eh? Montoya
1: Marcelo Montoya <laughs> what are they calling him the bomb defusal unit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's yeah.
0: good man that's real good I also had yeah, him uh, swallowing them up Oh, yeah, I've also heard someone refer to him as, like, the baby giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I can't, can't, can't get that, but, um, man, he just plays If an And see him, like, uh, Walshy she threw the ball out to him wide and he sort of tiptoed yeah. on the sideline to bring it back in and, like, it just... yeah, Aitken. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I man, he's wow, the, the, the reason why he's there is, and I don't know if you noticed a few times, and, like, don't, you know, don't want to be... Criticising them But he has no pass Like yeah. Two or three times All he needed Was shovel it on And he just has No ability to do that So playing in that, that Position Fantastic And, mm. and again it's, Not being critical But like sometimes they, they cut him under A few times And, and it was okay It was alright But I thought We probably looked A bit better If we went wide uh, Rather than just Cutting him back inside But good defence 80 minutes Good lead speed Good runs Job done yeah.
1: I feel like the team Overall has almost improved their smarts on how to handle certain situations. We're getting much better at our captains' challenges. Those have gotten markedly better in the last few weeks where we're using those well. Um mm. but also on the um on the sort of controversial play where Ed Cossey lost the ball and got hit high. The dogs ran off and scored. I was really impressed to watch just watch the movement of the players sort of as they all kind of moved towards the referee. They all, they kind of crowded him but not, you know, they didn't sort of in his face or yell at him we had um for black we had um peter Heku, um chanel was there reese was there they were all just there going sir can we just check that tackle and it ended up working really well for us and i just liked the composure in that moment where other times we might have you know gotten a bit freaked out and thought oh shit, you know lost our sort of um our focus a little bit um so i i, I think we've improved mm. a lot in that aspect of the game which is cool
0: Sorry, Isaac, what were you going to say, bro? Oh, I, was, I was going to say about you and Aitken. He's of the mold of like a Conrad Hurrell or who is the other guy that played in the centres who plays for oh. Auckland now? Auckland, uh, Solomon Kata. Solomon yes, Kata, yeah. Just a straight up straight up ball runner, right? just not a distributor like Hiku. So, yeah. yeah, second row makes sense. And back to your point about um, having a bit more football smarts, I think one thing I've noticed in the past few weeks is Jazz Tavanga has turned down You know, the stupidity. He's still got Mm. the mongrel and he's still leading the lineup and he's still plenty hard on defense, but he's just cut out the stupid, which is just great. And that makes a massive difference when we're not giving those two or three penalties away every game. Yeah. 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 Big time. I think he, you know, he showed that last week, right? With uh, when Kate Evans lost his head, he remained calm, but he's still got enough mongrel to go back and help out Reese Walsh and uh, CFT. I love that. uh, That
1: was the play of the game, wasn't it? Like when. When Chanel yeah. got sort of dumped down on a similar tackle that we'd spoken about a few weeks ago um, when Chad Townsend got a similar sort of thing done to him and got injured from it. But, you know, Reese saw that and he wasn't having a bar of it. And he just grabbed, was it Ryan James? Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> we, we might have made a error by not having uh, Reese in the hammer throw event the Olympics because um, he, he threw him over before the, <laughs> the troops came over. But, man, yeah. I enjoyed the hell
0: out of that little Reese. Yeah, well, James and AC came along and was like, you got yeah, nope. it. <laughs> I think I think Reese Walsh was just looking out for his twins, you know, his twin mm. uh, CHT. They got yeah. that, that special bond because they look exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> and cut, eh? so, yeah. yeah. Same haircut, eh? And they were on the amazing. exact
1: same line in the second half when yeah. Chanel put that little chip kick in for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's yeah, a twin it was, sense. It's very, very close. I'd love to see what those boys can do, you know, as as time progresses as well. So yeah, very interesting times ahead gonna head into the halftime break here at Warriors Anonymous. Well, I like to think we're in front. I don't know what we're in front of, but um, we'll come back after the break and have a look around the league, see what's happening. Gonna preview the key Broncos game that's coming up. And uh yeah, I guess just delve a little bit more into this winning streak. Cause how good is it? We'll catch you in a minute, Warriors Anonymous. Peace. Right, we're back for the second half. Warriors Anonymous brought to you by the Johnsonville Tourism Board. Um, we have been dissecting <laughs> We've been dissecting, sorry, Isaac. <laughs> we have been dissecting the uh, the most recent performance against the Canterbury Bulldogs. We were victorious 24-10 to 10, and uh, there was quite a bit of good stuff going on around the league for us as well. Good results in terms of other top eight teams, you know, uh, potential top eight teams not having some good results. So Melbourne Storm beat the Canberra Raiders 26 16. Good. Needed that. Penrith Panthers 34 to 16 over the St. George Dragons. Good. Also needed that. Uh, there was also the Roosters took care of the, well, they edged out the Broncos 21 20. That was a weird game. Did anyone see that? No. I no, saw the so first bad. half. I saw I saw the the closing sort of, I don't know, it must have been 10, 15 minutes. And that was just, it was odd. Just um, so one question Did the Broncos play well or did. Yeah, they played they, awesome. Oh,
0: okay. The Roosters play really bad.
1: Oh, look, as they got to the closing stages, both teams were just trying to out-lose each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it ended up getting a bit shambolic there towards the mm. end. But yeah, anyways, the Roosters got the win 21-20. The Rabbitohs took care of the Titans 36-6. Yep. Good, good, good. This is all good. Mm-hmm. Um, the West Tigers beat the Cowboys 24-16. That was, probably doesn't help us because the Tigers are right in that sort of log jam as well. The, the top eight
0: peloton i guess did you see the end of that game the end of it yeah i saw the end of that yeah it was like could someone please finish that thing it was <laughs> <Yeah>. horrible <laughs> they were like plays of like okay i need a sh- shot at goal and they took their fucking time to take the kick and then they missed the kick it's like the cowboys didn't even want to win it eh? mm. it, was, it was poor they the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they've lost eight in a row i think the old
1: cowboys so
0: yeah.
1: um you know unlucky todd um, we also had the Manly Sea Eagles 50-60-10 over the Paramount oh. Eels the, the Jonah Lomu
0: Manly Sea Eagles I mean, <laughs> it was literally Jonah Lomu, wasn't it? Right, like, they were just <sighs> What is going on with Eels? They're just going down, down, down I think we're just yeah. more Manly, really There was just video game quality They were next ever way That too, but the Eels have not looked like good <laughs> Yeah, the oh, Eels are in a spiral, hey, at the moment Yeah yeah. Um, How quick so, is yeah. Garrick? I didn't realise Garrick had that much gas. Is that Murray oh. put on? I was. It, I don't know. It Was a Sevo I'll or something? Just zip. See, you yep. later, bumped off a few of them. Kept going and set up Dylan and um, Dylan Walker to score.
1: I suppose yeah. when you're on
0: a team with Tommy Turbo <sighs> and Jason Saban, that it's kind of hard to look
1: fast. But, but what about um, Kieran
0: Foran? I thought Kieran Foran had like two broken legs, <laughs> eighteen knee reconstructions. He he's got wheels now, and he's. It's um, so the Hasler effect, eh? There's Hasler. Yeah, maybe the ah. Tides, I don't know. Something. He's yeah. been, uh, <laughs> <laughs> been drinking the magic water over at Manly. <laughs> yeah, no, good on him. Good on him, I like caring for him.
1: Lucky. Mm, same here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. From back from, the, yeah, that's nice. Mm. From from everything, yeah. The, uh, the Warriors, of course, 24 to 10 over the Bulldogs. Streaking! Uh, and then after that was was an interesting game between the Knights. Newcastle beat Cronulla 16 to 14. So... That result also kind of helps us a little bit
0: because I think it does. Yeah, I think keeps it the
1: Sharkies on eighteen points where we are mm. currently sitting. Mate.
0: I think we just need like the Knights to keep winning through because I think they play the Titans as well. And you know, you need one team just to take seventh and just win all those games. But mm. obviously, yeah. yeah, it'll be a but tight game right. for the Knights. you know, I get the news today that um, Fifi- Andrew Fafida is in the coma. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And Andrew's coma. It's sad. Oh hey? shit. Did anyone see that? He, he, he got, yeah. he sort of got hit, in the, hit in the game, right? Yeah, I, I read the article that after the game he was feeling uncomfortable. like He couldn't actually chew and he couldn't breathe. And it's like it all just escalated after the game. Sure. And he had to go to um, hospital. He got put into induced coma. And so we're looking at what's happening next. Yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, that just... And then when I think about all the head-high tackles and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, you know. Couple a inches of either side, eh? Yes, yeah, yeah, stamp, mm. sort of stamp it out, you know, right? Like, so that's a, good. Want- that's a good question, because I bet yeah. uh, Trent Barrett and Gus Gould feel like absolute knobheads for <laughs> the support of Katoa's bloody high shot against that was a. That was a, How could they not see that was a head-high? That was an mm. almost head-high. No arms, pure shoulder. I don't know mm. what they were watching, like, I mean, they yeah. just obviously got their Bulldogs blinkers on, right? Because mm. we would have got them back in the game slightly, I guess. We still, I'm, mm. I'm sure we would have still been qualified yeah. to beat them. But um, he does it again, too. Kato. But there was, there was two this week. There was uh, Harueda Naida uh, on Who use and he was gutted <laughs> about that. Yeah, he was he gutted. Yeah. It was sickening. And then there was the one Ryan Madison one, and he, mm. forget, oh, I didn't know who laid out. And that's right. They're, they're no wonder it was a video game at the end. They were playing 11, 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm surprised that, you know, the officiating that it didn't at least get 10 in the bin. That was, was That's just like, I was confused. That's I what annoys that. me. It's just like that guy, is probably going to be gone for two or three weeks. Okay, that host the Bulldogs, but where's our advantage in game? So I'm tired of the refs going, all right, we got it wrong in the game. We'll punish him now. We never seem to get that sort of, that sort of a rubber degree. Mm. You know, we never get the in game <clears throat> advantage. But if yeah. it's us doing it to someone else, mate, the other team has to get the advantage over us. Yeah. Because, I can still remember that shocker that Karen got for ten. I can't Against remember Melbourne.
1: Melbourne, yeah.
0: And I was just like, Oh my god, how does that get 10? I mean, and then you look at the one we that um Katoa did on Cosy and I was just like, What the hell? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, in defense of Trent Barrett defending his own player as you would. Um, But when you look at the replays It is kind of It's hard to tell Exactly where he got him But there is I think there's a bit of evidence In the tape That Trent wasn't really looking at And that was the fact that Just after he'd hit him Immediately Katoa kind of reacted like Shit He knew he'd done You know Something wrong He was like uh oh And then he was kind of Looking down at Kossi Making sure like You know Just checking on him a little bit Before he kind of Clicked and realised That the ball was still in play in that so yeah, that that's my sort of suggestion to um, to Mr. Barrett is just go and review the tape on that aspect of it because you can tell quite a lot, you know, from players' reactions sometimes. Mm, yeah. um, some of the good poker players and you know maybe borderline psychopaths, but um, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Katoa is, um, you know, yeah. I think he he genuinely in that moment he hit him and then there was that split second where he was like, oh, oh shit, is he all right? And then you know and then carried on. But, yeah, very interesting stuff. And it was it was a huge call in terms of, you know, the run of the game. If they had been given that try and allowed to have it stand, you know, it could have been interesting to see what had happened from there. But, Daniel, you mentioned about the Corey haraweta f- um tackle on Jerome Hughes. Unfortunate one because, you know, clearly both Kiwis players and, you know, there was a lot of remorse there. He, he clearly didn't mean to do it. Uh, however, it did happen and he's, he's going to get a decent holiday for it. But now that Jerome Hughes, you know, he, he may have a little bit of time on the sidelines with Melbourne also having the, um, you know, the minor premiership largely sewn up. Does this maybe present a bit of an opening for other teams? Uh, do you think, Isaac, that, you know, could now maybe see Melbourne as suddenly being a little bit more vulnerable than before? I
0: don't know with the storm, eh? They always seem yeah. to find a way. You know, Jerome Hughes has been playing lights out all year, but with him dropping out of the team, you know, having a bit of a rest, other players will just step up. I just think other players around that team, they're just far too good. They're just far too well drilled mm. for the standard to drop. And I don't think Craig Bellamy would let them drop, even though they've pretty much got the minor premiership sewn up. The standard's not going to drop. They're going to come into this, into the finals hot. And there's not going to be a considerable drop off with Hughes out of the game. I think they signed Jaden Nikarima as well, Melbourne. Yeah, um, that's right. i read that somewhere They've signed him up They're going to give him Another chance I don't know if he'll play This year But that's interesting
1: It's definitely um, A good place for him to go And at least You know Give it a crack I think if you're I think if you're An NRL player With any sort of potential I think if you end up Playing for a team Like Melbourne Storm Particularly Or maybe Say a setup Like the Roosters If you get to go To one of those two clubs I think you can really Find out what you've got Mm. And and your own ability In there I think pretty
0: quickly You have to fit in Or you have to fuck off Pretty much, yeah. and they right. <laughs> that's a your bullshit, yeah. <laughs> As well, yeah. yeah I, pretty much agree with, I pretty much agree. If I if it was any other team, I would say, yeah, it would have an impact. You only had to look at Penrith in terms of like, uh, you know, Nathan Cleary, but you only had to look at Nico Hines. I mean, when he came well, in, well, that's he, the thing, yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's just awesome too. I just got a well drilled structure over there, and it's it's about the team and like so forth and. I think it yeah, I think it like might help them solve some of one of the issues when they play the Raiders, there was a when they and obviously the Raiders took it to them, but there's a period of, of a game where they had Harry Grant, cheese, Hines, and Pappenhausen on the on the ground. So that actually meant they got kind of a small pack as well. And the Raiders mm. knew that and they were just rumbling in the middle as well. And it kind of maybe solves might solve their issue for now of letting <laughs> Pappenhausen go back to fullback. Starting him there and just bring Nico Hines into into, into the, the halves. halves. From Not much of a drop off from Hughes there, is it? Yeah. The one there's one thing that e- ekes me a little bit and it happened last year. And they were obviously gonna rest a bunch of players, which they will. Hope they don't rest, or the NRL won't let them, because there's sometimes there's some regulations around how many players you can rest. If they they play a couple of teams that you know we're vying for, if they drop, you know, I think last year they would rested everyone and they played their basically mm. their B team against the Dragons and the Dragons beat them, you know, so I get it and they want to rest their guys for the finals but, you know, these teams vying so you need, still need to be competitive as well. but uh, I don't know, there's no one who can really stop that but I don't know in terms of bubbles though, how many players are up in their bubble mm. so, yeah. and also these guys don't need league as well, eh? so Harry Grant was, you know, he needs to play more minutes as well mm. and there would be a bunch of other guys coming back, need more minutes too they're playing the Titans this week and then apparently
1: in the last round are due to play the Sharks. So we kind of need them to, you know, do us a little bit of a solid and just, yeah, you know, just keep, <laughs> keep knocking off a few out. teams. Uh, the one thing I am interested in as well is, um, is Toby Turbo's injury that he's picked up. Mm-hmm. They, they're talking about him missing the next, you know, the, or maybe the rest of the round robin. So again, that impacts teams like they'll be playing the Raiders this week. Before this week, we would have thought, you know, easy Manly are going to squash it, which would have kept, you know, held the Raiders down a bit to our advantage, but now maybe an even bet. But, yeah, I guess, uh, are there any particular um, teams that you boys are worried about from Warriors' perspective? Broncos.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually worried about the Broncos. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, they yeah. seem to be improving, like, yeah. in the later stages of the, of the season. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do look better. I mean, I do think if we can get them into the fight we can get them over the end as well. We're just going to make sure that that they've got some big, powerful, quick players as well and that, that bring that youth in. So, you know, we just wouldn't want to be early on, be behind by much, but I think if, you know, if it gets to a close tussle, then we've got a lot more to to prove. And actually we've been winning hard games lately as well. I don't think we've turned around being, you know, middle of the season, we couldn't win any of those close games, but um, I think we actually, feeling comfortable. I think, Jed, you mentioned that, the ability to close out the games and make smarter decisions. I think we're in a better place to do so. But yeah, it's always those those teams that looking for a bit of form at the back end of the season, right? Playing for contracts, playing for the start mm. of the next season. You know, uh, more so than, you know, than the Sharks or, I mean, obviously we've got the Titans and the Raiders as well, but Broncos, to me.
1: It seems like the Broncos have also had a bit of a, um, almost like a bit of a breakthrough in, in understanding that, Maybe it's a good idea to actually play Xavier Coates. And on top of that, maybe it'll be a good idea to kick the ball to him as well because he, he can do a lot of good stuff in the air, um, which may not seem like, you know, um, incredibly surprising to a lot of people. But I don't know, they were struggling to understand that logic for quite a while. Should we have a look at the next match against the Broncos? We're going to be taking them on Sunday afternoon. Uh, in New Zealand, that'll be a 6.05, 605 yeah, kickoff. Uh, we're going to be playing the Broncos at Suncorp Stadium. And currently, well, as of this afternoon, at least, we were uh, looking at being a dollar eighty favourites for this game. So, oh really? <laughs> yeah, Broncos sitting at two bucks, and we're at a dollar eighty. So that's sorry, that's based on um, Australian odds. So I'm not sure what the uh, the TAB is like. Moneta, what do you reckon we are going to need to do to close this game
0: and, and show our favouritism? Just keep it simple. Uh, just play a similar game we did as we did against the. Um Oh. Uh, the Bulldogs, yeah. So just you know, keep the first half going into the second half and just polishing off the last uh, ball options. Yeah, we should be good. And again, like I think everyone has stepped up and kind of helped fill the void with uh, RTS gone. And so with everyone now kind of increasing their percentage of input, I think we should be able to get past the Broncos. But they still make me nervous in the background, but it's just keeping going and current just... Keep on doing what you're doing, Charlie, just because you are the man. <laughs> <laughs> just keep on crushing
1: it, man. Yeah. I don't know if we picked up any on reports from the weekend or anything like that, did we? No. That I can remember. No, that. no. no so, nothing's
0: no, been. Nothing clean No, in, no injuries. Um, I think DWZ could be back, though. Yeah. Oh, good. Because I think Kosey, um, in my opinion, he w- it was okay, but there's a couple of times, you know, he... They drop ball over the try line. That was something that you oh, know, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and he's a young, he's a young man. A yeah, great first that. half. He yeah. had an awesome first half. He eh, just yeah, obviously half yeah. faded yeah. out. So yeah, he's obviously there's, a confidence player. There was talk that um, Barry might be available for selection, but I guess you were pretty low jam there at the moment, which is a mm-hmm. nice little problem. I keep take it away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, he's take Pompey out. Yeah, put Rocco Berry in. Mm. Obviously keep our favourite Montoya. I just yeah. love his name. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and put DWZ and, um, yeah, keep the halves and, you know, reset the back. And, Lodge uh, is not back yet, is he? No, nah, nah. one more an extra week. Oh, he would uh, uh, nice have been nice against there Nah, I actually, it would have been nice too, but I think there would have been moments of losing head uh, against your yeah, old team yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. So. yeah, good point, actually. Yeah, he might have got a bit of white line fever. So, I mean, it's hard to say, but, you know, like, yeah, those clashes against you. How did you guys think Katoa went? At least Katoa. Oh. Yeah, I thought he did it right. Eh? I mean, right? yeah, I, again, I think there's just the ability to play him into holes. Like, I mean, mm. they're doing that with Karen, but I think Karen's naturally a good footy player. He understands how to run holes and gaps as well. So mm. I just think they struggled on that side to You just keep going. If we're close to the line, he's the guy. And he almost, there was a couple of occasions he almost got free and got an offload available, but. Mm. I do like the fact that he can come on in the second half like Ben Murdoch Marcella approach a fresh big man out wide just because the boys are doing a bit of a hard hard graft in in the first half. Yeah, he runs some real
1: nice lines as well just he, he times it and, and then just to yeah, try and pinpoint the, the weaknesses, weaknesses in the defense't
0: like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He? Yeah. he just I think his first touch was avarilla or one of the other other half back. he just <laughs> boost him. Yeah. Oh, bon <laughs> Giono or whatever, just like Bondierno, pumped them off. Yeah, what a name. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. One yeah. thing, um, one thing that kind of concerns me, just how we play this, the hooking. Scenario. I do like Egan, and but he was out. He'd been out for a while and came back in, and obviously takes a bit of time to get back into it. But I do like Cody coming into that second half when the, they're they're a bit tired as well, and and he did look pretty good actually. You know, he didn't dart off and make 10, 15 meter runs, which he he doesn't want to do. Like, but he did dart off and play guys under when he needed to as well. So, just mm-hmm. trying to figure that whole kind of. I think Cody's annoying. Eh, I think i mean in from the last two or three games. I've seen, I think he's. Better at nine I mean just that that Zip from dummy half Just that energy Yeah I, I, I definitely yeah. think He's the nine I just He's not an 80 minute nine He's not the yeah, one yeah, one But so I think oh, He just yeah. comes on For Egan as well yeah, yeah. I just thought Maybe Egan Slowed us down A touch When In the last couple of weeks We haven't had You know They've gone a bit faster He just lose so slowly He's <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> I thought he was the gonna matrix. get one of those 10 minute like throwing a
1: dummy tries um, in the first yeah. half. You know, throw a mega oh. slow dummy and the defense was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, mother he's mother gonna do it. And then he did it. Whatever gets him um, over the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um well I guess let's uh, let's let's do what we did last week as well, because this worked really well. Everyone picking a score line. Moneta, you actually, on your first attempt, I remember you picked 24 12 to the Warriors, mm. um, but then you changed that to 24 16. So, um, so trust your yeah. gut, bro. That's close. <laughs> Damn. That's close. A the TAB. Right. <laughs> stay, on, stay on the first answer, bro. But um, uh, we'll start with you, Daniel. What do you think the score is going to be on the weekend,
0: bro? Well, last week I went 40 nil, but um, to be fair, you know, we should have won. We should at least put 40 on them last week. But first week, I'm saying uh twenty-four sixteen to the 24/16. Warriors. All right, okay. And Isaac? I'm gonna go tight one. I'm gonna go eighteen
1: fourteen to the Warriors. Okay, good. Two from two so far, Monita. Oracle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: gonna Tell go twenty eighteen. Oh 2018. tight, tight? tight. Yeah, it's gonna be tight. I think it's going to be a tight line. Do you um, know why yeah. I didn't want to say anything that close? Because I feel nervous saying it Because I know <laughs> <that> it's <laughs> going to be oh, really I, nervous I actually have nerves Because I actually, <laughs> this game, I, I think Could be make or break for the Warriors In terms of the season It's pretty much <laughs> it, eh? Yeah. 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 This is it. Every game makes me more nervous Because we should be expected to win That's, And also this makes me extra nervous Because if we lose, Greg Dyer is going to send me messages message. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate messages About it. <laughs> He's
1: going to catch you On the train again bro with, uh, <laughs> with those messages In public That are not safe for Work or, or public
0: Alright we're just are you, About out of time What do you, so. you got Jed What do you got Jed What do you got
1: Oh, oh yeah, bro I'm going to go uh, I'll pick Warriors uh 2824. Solid That's good So um, yeah we'll, we'll get that too We'll get us a Here we oh. say it A four game winning streak Come on Come on Come on um, Alright fellas it has been great Quick farewells Isaac See you later, everyone. Monitor. Let's go for the foursome. Let's go. And then <laughs> Later, <ball. laughs> My name is Jared Cronin. This is Warriors Anonymous. It's been brought to you by Javel on a Plate. Don't forget to try the <laughs> local restaurants and takeaways in <laughs> Johnsonville on the strip. It's great. You will love it. We will catch you next week. Check out the Facebook page. We'll catch you next week on Warriors <laughs> Anonymous. Go <laughs> cook. <laughs> <Those> cook. <laughs> yeah, Domino's. I uh, want to try uh, a couple of those Indian places. Uh, not a bakery. Not bakery. bakery <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like a
0: pie from there now. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Fresh canteen. Shout oh, out best to pie. And, best bacon cheese pie in the country. They've actually <laughs> have a, They've got a pork belly pie too. Just oh. oh, pork belly and apple. We've we yeah. got yeah. a Jester's guys, pie. B-boy Jester's countdown. pie and oh. countdown. I forgot Jester's pies. Okay. Is it in there? Oh, I'll go to the other countdown. That's why. Mm, there's yeah. two countdowns in Java. What's up with that?